we like it or not, problems are going to arise in our nonprofit. There might actually be some things that have happened recently, maybe some big problems or issues that have arose that you're aware of, but you're not quite sure how to attack them. Well, today I want to bring you through root cause analysis, which is a process that you can use to formally address the issues that come up and hopefully this will help build confidence for you in these issues that are kind of looming over. It'll give you this formal process that you can go through so that you can know that you are addressing your issues and you're going to make sure that big mistakes don't happen again. All right, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 25 of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by offering you tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about root cause analysis, which, you know, I say you need to nurture those roots to harvest the fruits, and one way you can nurture those roots is to make sure that you go back and understand the origins of some of the issues that go on in your nonprofit. Okay, now I'm gonna bring you through this whole process, but if you would like to follow along or if you would just like a guide to use later, you can head on over to katulo.com slash RCA and grab your free guide that I've created for you. Go ahead, pause this video, katulo.com slash RCA, grab that and then you can follow along. So first I wanna talk about when a root cause analysis or an RCA is appropriate. Usually you want to do one of these when something substantial has happened, a problem has arose or um, something bad has happened that negatively affects your community. So maybe not necessarily like internal problems, but um, if you do something that is external or negatively affects your community or, you know, paperwork got missed up, mixed up that had um, somebody's information on it. Um, like HIPAA information, or if something happened at an event um, where somebody got hurt, something substantial that actually affects the community you serve. You want to sit down and do a root cause analysis. You certainly do not want to ignore it and let the problem happen again, because at that point, like your liability and your trust with the um, organization, like the the liability goes up and the trust goes down with your community, right? Because this has happened before and you're continuing to let it happen. Um, so this process should build trust with your community if you get it right. Um, so then the other thing that I wanna talk about real quick is having a trigger process, uh, is which is what, what I call um, something that will trigger this process. So a lot of nonprofits, you know, do these little trainings and they go, oh, this is awesome. We're going to do root cause analysis next time and download the guide and put it in our little folder. And did it. But what they don't do is actually create a process for doing the thing. Like, when are you going to do this and what triggers it? One strategy that you could take to have a trigger process for this is actually give some power to your team and your volunteers. So if there's things that happen that they think warrant a root cause analysis, have them submit those to you in some way. It can be like a suggestion box. It can be an email. It can, you know, go in project management software and maybe uh, once quarterly, you go through that list and determine, you know, which ones are actually going to get an, a root cause analysis done. 
Other things will be big enough where it's like really obvious and you need to sit down. But next time you're like in your office or talking with your teammate about what are we going to do about this and what's our strategy? What's our, you know, what are we going to, how are we going to address our community? Like pause. Those are the moments where you go, maybe we should do a root cause analysis. Okay. Many of us want to jump to, this is what the problem was. This is what the solution, but there is a process that you can go through to really make sure that you are getting to the root of it really understanding the whole problem and then having really good solutions. So the first thing you're going to want to do once you realize definitely going to do an RCA is define the problem. So the team should actually agree on what the problem is and that it even exists. So there might be something that is a problem to you um, that other people don't agree is a problem. One uh, example might be like, say your social media manager posts something on social that is not at all your brand. It's not your voice. It's not your values. Maybe other people are already starting to react to it negatively and saying, this is not what we expected from your organization and you need to do better and all of that. Well, the social media manager might disagree. Like they might have personal views that that was a completely fine post and people should get over it. And you might think, no, absolutely not. Like we need to figure out why this happened and get to the, um, get to the bottom of it. So you need to spend some time defining what is the problem and, um, and does it exist? Okay. Do you guys all agree that it exists? So then, then you collect data. So I would actually get the whole team together, whoever it is. And if you're only running with one or two volunteers or whatever, then get, get those volunteers together or get some of your lead volunteers together and say, Hey, this went, this happened, get board members, have board members be a part of this problem. Okay. They are responsible for this organization and governing it. So they should totally be part of it. All right. So I, I like having board or councils or, you know, teams of members of the board, members of staff, members of volunteers so that you get all perspectives. Okay. So then you want to collect data, gather all the information surrounding the problem. You have to know, like say um, something went down during a live auction where you were using some tech platform to do that and you are just gonna blame it all on the tech platform or the tech company that you hired. Well, you need to know about that tech platform. You need to do your research, figure out like how it was supposed to work. You know, you might be far removed from this. Maybe a volunteer was running this and you didn't know about the tech platform. So you need to gather all the information on that tech and you know the what the features were supposed to be what the contract said like whatever all of that is you also should collect data from people so people that your staff that handled the problem your staff that was at the event that something went wrong you should get data from people that were there people that saw it bystanders witnesses you should uh, get data from the people it affected Maybe this wasn't that big of an issue to them. You know, maybe it was a big issue. How did they perceive it? What's all the data around that? So really do kind of a 360 degree analysis of what the problem was, how it came to be, how people perceived it. And you can do that just through some conversations. Pick up the phone, um, you know, record those conversations. And when you're sitting down with your team, present kind of what you've heard from different people, allow other pe members of the team to say their opinion on what happened and what they know about it. 
You can also assign, say, hey, we're going to do a root cause analysis on this. And, um, you know, maybe you as the CEO don't have enough bandwidth to collect all the data and figure out all the stuff. So you need the guy that was supposed to be in charge of the tech to bring all the details of the tech stuff, give them very specific questions that you want answers to. Maybe the person that was um, running the event, maybe if it was an in-person event as well, who was there? you need them to reach out to a member that it affected and a bystander and bring a report of that, okay? So farm out this work, delegate it, okay? And ask everybody to actually come prepared with what they believe the problem is and how people perceive it and all the data that there is so that you guys can go through it at the meeting. And then you want to identify all root causes. So um, you want to ask yourself what caused this to happen and why? And a traditional uh, method that people used to use or still do is to ask why five times. But I want to put this in conjunction with asking five times to all the possible root causes. Because what we can do is get stuck on one cause, ask five times, and then we've wrapped up all of our conclusions around this one thing. So for an example of that, let's say that you are doing a live auction online using a tech platform and the whole platform goes down in the middle of the event. It doesn't allow people to place their um, bets or their auction, uh, their bids, and like people get bored and they don't trust you because they're like, this whole event is shutting down and I, I don't have access to it. So people log off and people don't care to give money to your organization. So the whole thing's total bust, all right? So you could say, what caused this to happen? Well, the tech company sucked. They didn't follow through on what they were supposed to do. Okay, so you could go through the whole thing. The tech company sucked. Okay, why, or they failed. Why did they fail? Well, they're a newer company and they weren't ready for the amount of traffic that we were gonna push to their site. Okay, you know, why did we let that happen? Um, you know, and go down the whole why, 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 why and get to the root cause of it. And obviously in that situation, you would wanna be talking to those vendors and ask them why their platform went down. But what I would rather you do is put the platform as you know one thing that you want to identify the root cause of, but then there's other things. So I'd also like you to put planning and people. Those are always good things to explore. So if you put planning, and you ask, is there anything about our planning that caused this to happen? And people say, yeah, like we started planning this event two weeks ago and we didn't have the proper time to be able to execute. Okay, why? Because we were invited by this company to join a live auction and put our you know name out there and we didn't really think it through and we chose to do it and it caused us to execute improperly. Okay, why? Well, because as an organization, we're afraid to turn down opportunities and we don't think things through and we say yes too often. Okay, why? And that final why is probably gonna get at your fear of like what would happen if you said no, if you decided to plan your event in a better way. Okay, so now, what you've done is you could have wrapped this whole thing up into 
it was a sucky tech platform. And when you go on to identifying solutions and um, implementation and sharing results, it's going to be, hey, you know, we made a mistake choosing this crappy company. We're not going to choose them next year. Um, we really hope that, and you know, putting it all the blame on them. Now you, you have some accountability in the matter and you're probably going to address the real root cause, which isn't this tech platform, but it's the way that you plan events. It's your culture. It's the way that you say yes to things. It's, it's, there's no communication when you are planning events and people, and you say yes to things really quick. And the other thing that I had told you to go through, I said, uh, go through the tech platform, go through planning and then go through people. You know, did you have the right people on the team? Did that person that executed the contract for you or, you know, were they the right people and, and why weren't they? Why did you choose them? Why, 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 why? Ask why five times. Okay. So I really don't want you to just, um, identify, um, one root cause and ask why five times. I want you to think about all the possibilities. Okay. Again, with the, um, employee or the volunteer that posts something bad on social, um, that everybody's getting a whole, you know, everybody's reacting to negatively. You could say, you know, what caused this to happen? And, um, you could blame it on, well, Becky was never trained on how to do social media. Okay. Why? Because the CEO doesn't have enough time. Okay. Why? Because the CEO has taken on way too many duties and has, offered internships to different people because she wants to take things off her plate, but she actually doesn't prioritize any time to train those people. Okay. Why? Because she just wants to get stuff off her plate and she doesn't know how to manage her time, whatever. Why, 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 why? But that could be the thing. And everybody could just say like Becky wasn't trained because the CEO didn't do a good job, but it also might be, and you would find this out in the collecting data portion, that Becky had it as a post to go out and she thought it was under review. Like she was supposed to go in there and change things. She had just had it as a placeholder, but the software that she was using just automatically triggered it, like set it to publish and it wasn't even supposed to go out. Becky was totally gonna ask you, you know, whether or not this should go out. And she thought it was a little bit um, on the line. So she wanted to ask for it for review and, and it didn't, and she's devastated and all of that. So you would understand that in the collecting data, but you would want to explore both things. So is Becky trained properly, right? Because she accidentally got something to publish, um, when it wasn't supposed to. So you need to address that root cause. Why, 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 but also look at your platform for scheduling posts on social, like, did your platform, is it, you know, not intuitive? Did it go ahead and publish something that it wasn't supposed to? Is there something wrong with the actual platform? Why, 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 why on that? Okay. So I just want you to make sure that you're looking at everything and not just one thing, you know, that it's Becky or that it's the platform or that it's somebody else's fault or whatever. So identify root causes, ask why five times, but ask why five times on all the possible root causes. Okay. So now that you are at these root causes, which might really bring up some stuff, right? Like it might bring up the fact that the CEO isn't good at training people. 
in that there's no onboarding process. Okay, well, identify solutions. So the CEO isn't good at, at onboarding people. Well, this isn't like time to be like, oh, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. And I'm gonna get defensive. And I, you know, I guess I just, I'm not good at this and like storm off. No, you want feasible, corrective and preventative solutions. So if it was something like Becky didn't, wasn't trained properly and the solution is to make sure she gets trained and you're like, okay, so the CEO now is gonna spend six hours with every employee and make sure every intern and make sure that they know what to do and she's going to review every post before it goes out, and did it, right? We're gonna overcorrect. Well, the big point here is it says find feasible corrective and preventative solutions. That doesn't sound feasible to me. You've just already decided that the CEO is way too busy and the only reason the CEO has an internship running social media is because she's so tapped you know, to the gills. So does it seem feasible that she's going to sit and personally onboard? No. Maybe you could figure out um, find a good social media 101, have the same intern, so it's not taking any time out of the CEO, the same intern is going to go research social media 101, best practices, maybe they're going to research your scheduling platform, and they are going to do all of this research on best practices and the platform and everything that they really need to know for the job, and they are going to develop a report and at the next 101 that you guys have, that the CEO has or the executive director has with this intern, they're going to give you a report on what they found, what they now know, and they're gonna develop that report into a standard operating procedure, a training that every other intern is now gonna go through. Okay, great took no time from the CEO because the reason why we don't do these is because we feel like it's all going to come down to more work for us, right? No, this is the time that we get to say like, guys, I don't have time to deal with this. I'm prioritizing this issue because it's now become a problem and I do care about the team and I am responsible for the processes and the systems that are in this organization. So I take full responsibility for the fact that this happened but it doesn't mean I'm jumping in to fix it. I'm gonna let you go find training on your own. I'm gonna let you find resources. Now, there might be a situation where the CEO absolutely has to spend some time. Maybe you guys have a very specific mission. You have a very specific you know, process that you need people to follow that's very unique and nobody, you know, you can't just go find training on it. Okay, so the CEO might need to develop that training. The executive director might need to develop that training, but Use a service like I'm using right now, which is Loom. Record yourself doing something. Record all the best practices for your organization, um, the non-negotiables, the thing that you need people to learn. Record them all, and then it's done. It's an ongoing recorded training that every intern can just watch, and you never have to do that training again. So huge um, way to have this process actually be a time saver. Because let's be honest, as much as you don't have a time to do a root cause analysis, you really don't have time to be managing constant fires, which I would bet if you have no time, you would tell me that it's because you're managing a lot of fires. Now you've decided that you're gonna do that. Okay, so the executive director is now gonna do a training on social media for everyone. And that sounds good and we're gonna wrap this up and we're gonna leave, right? No, 
we are going to create actionable strategies to implement solutions and create a monitoring process. So before you leave this meeting, you should have a actionable plan, which when I say actionable, I mean, what are you doing? Who's doing it and by when? So if Becky is going to research best practices in social media and develop a report for you in a standard operating procedure for all the other interns that come after her, then that's what she's doing. Um, Becky's the one that's doing it and she's going to do it by whatever date you put, you know, in, in two weeks, she'll have that report ready for you. You're going to review it at the 101. Okay. And then you're going to make a process to make sure that that's part of your onboarding now for new um, interns. So what are you going to do? Who's going to do it by when and go right down to like full implementation. So then if you need to have a one-on-one, -on -one, if you need to record something, have all the different tasks for different people, who's doing them by when, and then a monitoring process. So, you know, figure out how do you, how do you determine whether or not one, this was completed two this was implemented three, it continues to be implemented. So, you know, the next time an intern comes on, on their like 90 day, you know, task sheet or their onboarding thing, have you guys added that to the onboarding training? Is every intern going through it? Is there a quiz at the end of the training so that you know which interns have gone through it? You know, really think about how will you know this is happening? And it's really on you to create all of those preventative measures because you've learned, right? You don't need to learn again. You don't need to have a bad thing happen again. You can do everything you can possibly do to make sure that everybody's getting this training. And the worst thing is like people do the work. They actually go and they make some training for all of their employees or all of their interns and their volunteers. And they have the recording and it's sitting in a file in their Dropbox and they've actually had the last three interns come on and they forgot about that thing they recorded and it doesn't seem like a big deal. You did the work. Make sure that you're following this all the way through so that everybody gets to benefit from the hard work that you've already done. And then finally, this part is often not included in a typical root cause analysis, but of course it is my favorite part. Share your results. This gets to be another time when you get to communicate with your community and build trust really, because you might've lost trust, right? Something happened. You posted something to social that people are like, what this organization now, or, okay, we went to their event and like the whole thing shut down. And I don't even know, like if the platform that they use, if my money went to the right place. So you want to address all of those concerns. But how amazing would it be if you were part of an, you know, you went somewhere, you went to an organization's event, something happened where it was like, gosh, these guys are super unprofessional. And you would just walk away thinking that they're unprofessional, right? Lots of unprofessional organizations out there. You're probably not going to donate again. No skin off your back though, whatever, fine. But if they emailed you and they said, hey, we acknowledge that this happened. We did a root cause analysis. We actually found that the real problem was our planning. And to be honest, we planned this event with two weeks out. We knew it probably wasn't feasible. And guess what? We paid the price. Be humble. People want to hear, like we have all chosen to do things two weeks out and then executed not well. We've all done that so we can relate. So if you're telling me like, Hey, we chose, we chose to do this. 
against our better judgment and it came back to bite us. And you know what? This is how the event will look different next year. We, it would mean the world if you hung in there with us because we care so much about the population we serve and this wasn't fair to them. They didn't deserve an organization that represents them to not pull off the best event ever. I know you care about these, this particular population so much and, and please don't let what we did impact them. We would love to make it up to you, invite you to a special, whatever, maybe you could create a special event where they can come to get you know, know you a little bit more intimately or whatever it is. Do something to address the problem. Say like, this isn't just like, oh, we'd like to give you free tickets to the whatever because like you had to deal with this thing. No, this isn't corporate, okay? This is all about the people you serve, that they didn't deserve you know, an organization to have this issue, but issues do happen. We went through a root cause analysis. This is what we found. This is what we're going to do to change it in the future. But hey, we still would like to build that relationship with you. So we don't want you to wait until next year's event. We want to talk to you now. We want to see you now. So maybe there's a little thing that you can get together and build, you know, care packages or like whatever, something small and intimate that you can get together and actually get to know your community and um, let them know that you're trustworthy and where your heart's at, and where your head's at. People love humility. People love to be able to relate. And they really like to know that you didn't just sweep things under the rug. No, today people want open books. They want transparency. And if they are giving you dollars, I think that they deserve that. And I certainly think that the people that you serve deserve transparency. So you owe it to those people to get down to the root causes anytime you know a substantial issue comes up see if there are things that the team thinks should go through an RCA like ask your team and practice with something okay and make sure that you're collecting all the data from all the sides you're not jumping to uh, conclusions about this is what happened and this is how we need to fix it you're taking this time the whole point to take this time is to collect all of the data what are all the possibilities that went wrong? Is it training? Is it people? Is it tech? Is it what were all the possible things that were going on? And then get to the bottom. Ask why five times. You want to make sure when you're identifying solutions that they're feasible. This doesn't just mean add more things for the executive director to do. No, bring up the fact that the reason why we don't do RCAs is because I'm nervous that this is going to be more work for me. So as much as I'm prioritizing this, we need to find a solution that isn't going to take more of my time and get creative. Who could do it? What could you do? Implement it. What are you doing? Who's doing it? And by when? And how are you monitoring it? How are you making sure that you didn't just create a plan that is sitting dusty in a file drive somewhere, but you actually have a monitoring process to make sure that that gets implemented and it remains in effect. And then tell people all that hard work you just did. Tell them that you totally acknowledge that there was a problem that happened, that you sat down and you took seriously members of the board and volunteers and you brought a group together. And this is what you came up with and that you totally understand that might've broken some trust, but you hope it doesn't. And this is what you're going to offer them. If you want to use this template that I've gone over with you, go ahead and go on over to Cthulhu.com RCA and grab that today. And let me know in the comments, what is one thing that you got to the bottom of? What is one problem that you use to get to the bottom of and, and how did that work out for you? I think that you guys totally 
owe it to the populations you serve to get to the bottom of things. But also, this will free you up. This will, instead of all these things looming over and like, oh, I know that this is disorganized and I know that this happened and I'd like to ignore it and I'm, I'm nervous and I don't know how to attack it. And like, it's like a monkey on your back, right? So take the monkey off your back, take a process like this, implement it formally, feel confident like, hey, there's issues. I want to learn from them. We need to get better. We owe it to our people to get better. And once it's in front of you, off your back, and you're using a process like this to put it in front of you, and then you get a plan and you move forward, you share your results. Oh, things like this should make you feel lighter. And I hope they do. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.